So let's look at some important definitions. Now, sometimes when it comes to entrepreneurship, you can't trust any and all definitions. So first, let's look at the basic definition that you might find in the dictionary for the word entrepreneur. This one was from the Merriam-Webster, and there were a few definitions, but I like this one the most. One who organizes, manages, and assumes the risk of a business or enterprise. Pretty good. As stated, some entrepreneurship definitions are not accurate because they mention things like the pursuit of entrepreneurship is at the risk of their own financial resources. This is not always true because you can be an entrepreneur while working a job. So a side hustle, or you can be an entrepreneur within a job or an intrapreneur. Let's look at two basic definitions of a business. Usually commercial or mercantile activity engaged in as a means of livelihood. Legit, a commercial or sometimes an industrial enterprise. Yep, also legit. Okay, now stick with me. We got one more definition. Here we have a corporation. A group of merchants or traders united in a trade guild. Okay, now this is interesting. Later, we will come back to this one. When we talk about the entrepreneurial mindset, we are literally talking about what drives someone to do what they do or what makes them successful. There are a few characteristics I will point out that tend to lead to strong businesses. In my personal experience, there were a number of early influences which later impacted my long-term success as a business owner. The first was my upbringing. I played sports like most kids, but I was dominant. I was highly competitive. I personally didn't mind losing team sports as long as I performed to the best of my abilities. When it came to individual contests, I was willing to do anything to win. For example, you have to be highly disciplined to be a competitive bodybuilder. To prepare for a contest, you are eating foods you don't like but you're doing it because the reward of standing on top of a podium with a gold medal is worth a temporary inconvenience. You're doing it to be the best. So you will go through a bit of pain to reap the reward and however long it takes. I was an active duty service member in the United States Air Force for five and a half years. When you first join the military, they send you to boot camp. Now, boot camp would be a breeze for just about any athlete. But one thing you learn in the military is you have to get used to being uncomfortable. You're waking up at odd times. You're using public bathrooms. It can be a mental drain. But in the end, there's a reward if you can deal with operating outside of your comfort zone. I can go on and on about how my upbringing prepared me for entrepreneurship. When it comes to business, that initial driving force needed to succeed 
is either going to be passion or motivation. I separate the two because passion was what I had for athletics. It's what I really wanted to do. Get paid for being an athlete. Whereas motivation is like a notch down from passion, but it's enough to carry you through. So if I couldn't get paid to be an athlete, I was motivated to at least be able to work in an environment related to fitness or sports. Now, once the passion or motivation is there, it has to be paired with other things. Let me explain. Just like in athletics, I was willing to do anything to be successful. Around 2008, during the recession, my business was actually growing when others were experiencing economic hardships. Toward the end of the year, our sales began to cool off and I wasn't sure if the recession had caught up to us. Now, when your business is on the ropes, it will test your mental strength. Instead of hoping for business survival, I was proactive. I built a makeshift residence inside the warehouse just in case things got really bad. For me, there was more upside to keeping the business running and I was willing to move inside the warehouse if needed in order to get through the recession. Now, I have never had to take these drastic steps to survive, but I was mentally prepared to do so. How far are you willing to go to succeed? The following is a list of words or phrases that embody the entrepreneurial mindset. And this isn't the full list, but it's a good start. Passion, which is a strong desire, drive and motivation or the determination to succeed, self-confident or the belief in one's abilities, the ability to execute or finish what you start, decisive, the ability to make prudent decisions quickly, discipline, controlled and in orderly fashion, focused, which is directed attention. Independence doesn't have to rely on others. Patience or the ability to delay gratification. Welcomes adversity. So how well an entrepreneur deals with things like misfortune, problem solver, or the ability to assess the problem and then figure out a solution via a strategic or creative process. As I stated, this list barely scratches the surface of the entrepreneurial mindset. There are other words that should be included like vision, which could have easily been listed as first on the list. Everything starts with the vision, the idea, and then you need the other characteristics to bring the vision to life. Question, can entrepreneurship be taught? Can you teach someone to be an entrepreneur or are you just born with certain skills that give rise to entrepreneurship? I always thought it was largely something you couldn't teach because there are a lot of intangibles 
like people skills, a prior history of success or mental toughness that by the time someone gets to an adult age, it's just too late and you either got it or you don't. And if you teach someone entrepreneurship, will we see this, you know, transformation into a great business owner? That's not so clear. Most entrepreneurs probably don't sit in a class to learn how to run a business. They just figure it out. No manual teaches you how to run every aspect of a business, but you can work through most of it on your own without any formal training. For example, when you start a business, you should know that you will eventually need to become a legal entity and register your business name. You should obviously know what you are going to sell. You should know where the money will come from to start your business. You should know whether you will conduct business from home or elsewhere. It should be known that you will need a website or a means for customers to interact with your business. All of this is mostly common sense, but what may not be so clear is how the taxes work or how to divide up the business if you have co-founders or if you should choose a C-Corp, S-Corp, LLC, or LLP. So stuff like this will require a bit of research. This is where a more structured training environment has certain advantages. I did an experiment where I wanted to see how colleges taught entrepreneurship. Now, I have been a business owner since 1998. I have never read a book on entrepreneurship taken a course or sat through any business related training, nothing like that. So I was curious to see what they cover because as I said before, I wasn't so sure if entrepreneurship could be taught. Here is how collegiate organizations teach entrepreneurship. First, it's not a one size fits all approach. You can choose various entrepreneurship courses based on your needs. There was a heavy emphasis on foundational business concepts like management, finance, organizational behavior, and economics. So they are basically giving you an arsenal of tools that may come in handy in different situations related to business and entrepreneurship. One big plus is that you will probably have to do a project in order to graduate which will give you the chance to work with others as a team. And from that additional opportunities could emerge. There are many companies that were originally collegiate projects, and now they are among some of the largest enterprises in the world. Overall, any business related knowledge that you gain along your entrepreneurial journey is a plus that said, I suppose entrepreneurial concepts can in fact be taught. But remember this, there is no universal formula for success. When it comes to failure rates, it doesn't matter if you are big or small and the educated are no better off than someone with no formal plan. Some ideas start off as duds like Amazon, but flourish later on. And on the flip side, an enterprise that appears promising can become another failed concept like Webvan or WeWork. The latter, WeWork is a provider of shared office spaces that are spread throughout major cities. Ultimately, 
questions arose as to whether their business model made sense. Against mounting pressure from investors, the CEO stepped down right before they were slated to become publicly traded on the stock market. This caused the value of WeWork to shrink by more than 70%. In the mid-90s, Webvan was the first online store to deliver groceries. They attempted to scale or expand operations too quickly when they didn't have the demand to justify the level of scale. For example, they were delivering to rural areas that had low demand. This was their undoing, and they ultimately went bankrupt after only three years in operation. By the way, Amazon ended up acquiring a lot of Webvan's assets, so there is a good chance Amazon Prime is probably going to be based on the distribution model that was originally attempted by Webvan, but just done properly. Now, let's go over the critical points from Module 2. We first went over a few definitions. Sometimes it's good to start with the basics because when you look at how various business concepts are defined, it may help to connect certain dots. In the next module, I will provide an example of what I mean. We talked about the entrepreneurial mindset and some of the attributes that often translate into business success. One way to develop the entrepreneurial mindset is to draw from life experiences and then use that to fuel your business endeavors. I listed several words and phrases that embody the entrepreneurial mindset. All are important, but pay close attention to the first four. Passion, drive slash motivation, self-confidence, and finally, the ability to execute or finish the job. We ended the module by asking whether entrepreneurship can be taught. As a reminder, there is no manual that teaches you how to run every aspect of your business. That said, there is always a benefit whenever you can bolster your knowledge by learning entrepreneurial concepts. But additional education doesn't always make up for the intangibles like how a person was raised, communication skills, or mental toughness and how these factors often lead to business success. Paul Beats Production. Bossy. Start the lesson, let me lay the ground rule Don't go broke, following these other fools I don't rap, I'm just trying to get through to you The only business mastermind worth listening to Financial freedom awaits, if you pay attention dude Online since 98, yeah before it was cool 2000 pound walrus from the Leonard Business School Walk on walls like turbo from breaking two Leonard, innovation! You don't have to come from wealth to be cool. This is Leonard Innovation, we give you the tools. Ain't heard from me in a while, it's because my hands full. Yo, 
We about to make a splash like swimming pool Multiple streams of income, got a multi-tool Or should I say multitask, haha <laughs> don't make me laugh Hit go to no look past, you gotta make it last Forever don't look back, homie don't take no slack Just know that I'm a beast, sketch R like Jason Keith Elevate your balance sheet, just hit repeat Just hit retweet, the song's complete Now take a seat, bring back the beat Thank you.